Today we have uh, John Ratcliffe and Phil Boswell sharing with us, and I look forward to hearing them. John? Thank you, Barbara, and good morning to everybody. Um, I have been gone from the church the last two or three Sundays, and it's really good to be back. I want to get that in before I forgot it. Uh, good to see everybody. Um, the the uh, order of service says that we're going to speak on the spirit of friendship, and when I was uh, asked to do this, it was described to me as the spirituality of friendship. So those are the words that I'm going to use, but I think they'll get back to the same thing. The other thing I wanted to say is that after hearing everybody's comments on friendship earlier, this is really going to be pretty pale, frankly. <laughs> I don't really know much that I have to add, but this is kind of an outline that, uh, for me, this is, this is what it looks like to me. Uh, the title of this, uh, if it needs one, is The Spirituality of Friendship, a Personal Reflection in Four Minutes or Less. <laughs> what is the spirituality of friendship? Well, what is the spirituality of anything? As Socrates would ask, what is spirituality? If spirituality is anything, and I should state unequivocally, at the beginning of these brief comments that I believe that there is such a thing as spirituality, it, that is spirituality, has to do with spirits. More accurately, perhaps, it has to do with something called spirit that some things certainly have, other things probably have, and other things don't have, at least not obviously. Some things certainly do have spirits are spirits. Those things include human beings, us, here at All Souls. They may also include, and in my opinion do include, at least some animals, perhaps some plants. Other things may have spirit, may be spirits, but do not appear like human beings and animals and perhaps plants to have spirit or be spirits. These things include ashes and dust. Recall that we say, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, when our spirit has departed. I do not know whether there are disembodied spirits, including what are called ghosts. I doubt it, but I could be wrong. There are, however, memories of spirits no longer with us. And I respect those who disagree with me. I do not know whether my spirit will survive the death of my physical body, whether there is a spiritual life after death. Although I doubt it, I could be wrong. And I respect those who disagree. Is there a spirit greater than mine, greater than ours? Is there a Holy Spirit? Is there a great spirit? Yes, I think so. But I hasten to add that a great deal of what I have heard said about this greater spirit over the course of my life doesn't make much sense to me. As a practical day-to-day -day matter, whether I'm right or wrong about these questions, that is the existence of ghosts and life after death and the Holy Spirit, isn't very important to me. It's not very important to me. 
Of course, these questions may be of importance, even great importance, to some or all of you, and I respect that. However, that we have spirit, that we are spirits, is important to me. What then is it to have spirit, to be a spirit? To begin with, to have spirit, to be a spirit, is to be alive. And at least with those spirits who are humans, including, I repeat, all of us here in this room, Life includes consciousness and awareness of each other and the rest of the spatial and temporal world, both spiritual and non-spiritual parts of it. Life, for us at least, includes the ability to suffer and to enjoy and to be aware of the suffering and joy of each other. And with humans at least, life also includes the ability to communicate with each other. When we communicate, we sometimes speak truthfully to each other and as a complication, we also sometimes speak falsely. Sometimes simply by mistake, and sometimes deliberately, sometimes out of kindness, and sometimes out of meanness. Most importantly, however, we human beings are able to tell each other when we are sad and when we are happy, and even if we don't tell each other, we nonetheless know sometimes that another of us is happy or sad. What then is the spirituality of friendship? Well, spirituality among human beings, at least, just is friendship, genuine friendship. It is love for one another and kindness towards one another, a love and respect and kindness that includes getting to know one another well enough to know when we're happy and when we're sad, and a love that includes trusting and helping each other. There's more to this story, and there are nuances in the telling of it, which many of which we heard today, and questions to be answered, but not much more. It really is this simple. In John Le Carre's Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, the book, not the movie, both are good, are these words. Nothing is worth the destruction of another human being. Somewhere the path of pain and betrayal must end. Until that happens, there is no future. There is only a continual slide, continued slide into more terrifying versions of the present. End quote. Remembering that it is possible to destroy another human being without killing him or her, I would draw the following conclusion from those words. To avoid a continued slide into more terrifying versions of the present, it is necessary for us to develop genuine friendships based on trust, respect, and a love which includes helping one another. As the late Roger Ebert, best known as a movie critic, said about his politics, I did not always know these things about spirituality and friendship, but I am glad that I have lived long enough to know them. And there is more. I do not now always practice friendship as completely as I might. I hope to, to do better, my fellow spirits, with your help. I am a friend of many of the souls who are here today and hope to become friends with others of you in the days to come. Blessed be, and amen.
Thanks, John. I, I could have listened to a lot more of you speaking this morning. I, I enjoyed, enjoyed that. Um, wow, this is an emotional morning for me uh, for some reason. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Um, for, first of all, that one hymn, When I'm Frightened. Wow. I think that was in uh, Peter Pan. Is that anybody recognize that? I think that was in Peter Pan. Anyway, got, got me. Um, Um, you know, uh, someone I admired a great deal uh, was D.L. Dykes, and some of you know about him, some don't, but just wonderful uh, minister. He was a minister at United, First United Methodist Church for years and had a huge impact on my life. And, you know, I remember at a time thinking, God, he is going over the same stuff we went over in Sunday school, you know, years ago. What's the deal here? And but, you know, he would talk about things like about friendship, about love, about consideration, about peace in, in the family. Um, you know, um, it also reminds me of uh, somebody who wrote a book about everything I learned uh, in, in, let's see, everything I learned. I was testing you. You, you got it. Okay, right. <laughs> That was it. Everything, okay. Everything I, I, I needed to know, I learned in kindergarten. And he's a unit. Okay, he's a Unitarian. Um, you know, Robert Fulgham. Well, I didn't. Re- I didn't read it. You know, but I, I heard about it. Anyway, I really think. I really think the. Um, you know. It's appropriate that we go back over and over again to things like friendship. It's so it's so basic. I mean, uh, but so so fundamental in my life, um, my friendships. Uh, I um, several years ago, I was asked to to join a group uh, of people who had who had read uh, Iron Iron John by Robert Bly. I read that one. And uh, so we, we started a weekly group, you know, based on some of the ideas in, uh, in his book. Um, and, it, you know, and it's become a big, a big part of my life. Uh, because I'm, you know, one, one reason I wanted to be a part of a group like that was that I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a loner. It's real easy for me to sit at home and not, not be very gregarious about, you know, reaching out to others. And I thought, you know... If I have to get together with the guys once a week, you know, then I'll do it. You know, then I'll see my friends, and that's that's been largely true. Uh, but I'm so glad uh, that I have done it, uh, and uh, I, I, we we continue to uh, meet weekly. And I I knew I found out how important it was to me when when John Sigel, who was one of the people that started the group, uh, moved away. And, uh, you know, we had had it at his house, held it at his house, and I thought, if John moves away and this thing doesn't have a home, it's just going to die. And I, just, I decided then I am going to do it. You know, I'm going to have this thing at my home uh, every week and cook and everything. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's a big commitment, but anyway, uh, it, it, it has been worth it to me. Uh, so very much worth it to me. Um, 
just to describe our, our, a little bit more about our group, you know, we probably the main focus is food, I, I, I imagine, but uh, but uh, also there's a focus on us, what's happening in our lives, uh, and we, we talk about politics and uh, sports and cars and and uh, women and you know. Um, a lot of other wonderful uh, things and people, um, but the there's a real emphasis on you know what's happening with us. Where is our heart? Um, where where are the obstacles uh, to a fulfilling life? Um, by design and by the the natural evolution of our relationships. We've created an atmosphere of trust and genuine concern for each other. Um, we're imperfect in that regard, but we continue to strive toward perfection. Um, we have purposely kept our membership small uh, in order to facilitate intimate communication. Um, our, our group, though, heavily populated by uh, UU folks, uh, is not... A, affiliated with the Unitarian Church, or any other church for that matter, or any other group for that matter. It's just, it's just us. Um, I have, over the years, I have no doubt our friendships have helped to incubate uh, significant life changes you know, for our members. I know that's true, or they, they attest that it's true, self-included. Um, I know that... Uh, what I think I know about friendship is that the time and effort we spend in fostering uh, friendships under the conditions described above have been of inestimable, inestimable value to all those involved. And I just, you know, I just want you to, to recommend that uh, you um, take time and make the effort to... Uh, to nurture your relationships and, and maybe to do something similar that we've done, uh, that is to, to find a group of like-minded people and get together regularly and commit to each other. That's what we have done. Anyway, that's all. Thank you.